Welcome back to the Trav and Rigney Show. What's up, Trav? Hey, man. Still remote, huh? I am still remote. How did you guess? See, I knew that because I'm here by myself. Oh. Yeah. I didn't think you'd notice I wasn't there. Ooh, we airballed. Ha <laughs> ha sucker. Sorry, I'm watching the Nets game and they're losing. Yeah, Trav is a little happy about that. Yeah. And I know we keep saying we're sorry for bitching about the Nets, but I'm kind of not sorry, man. I I was I never like sorry. I, w- I was never sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't have been sorry. It's funny. I'm not sorry. It's funny. A, a decade ago, I would have rooted for the Nets. It's funny how players completely change your position on a team. Yeah, because people like Jason Kidd. People hate Kevin Durant. True story. <laughs> Yo, so I started um, started working out with Tyler Hammett. Member from Nourish oh. with Ty. Yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, and um, it's it's going well. My legs are angry though. I was gonna say, is it going well? It's going well in that you're getting the desired result. But is the process going well? Sounds like torture. It's it's not torture. Uh, so it's an hour long. Um, the first half went very very fast. The second half was the slowest half hour of my entire life. I yeah, felt like I, I was torture. I felt like I was either going to to vomit or just diarrhea in his gym, and I wasn't really sure which one would have been more embarrassing. Mm, diarrhea, for sure. Yeah. Probably. See, when, I, when I said that it was torture, I didn't mean because he was was being too hard on you I just meant because maybe you, you're a little more out of shape than you initially thought and so oh, I his knew. fantastic workouts are just being they're just taking a toll on you yeah the problem is is I knew like I, I knew what I was getting myself in for like and I, I I got there and I was like okay it's gonna be bad let's do it I'm just sad that I was right about it Sad. Don't you hate that when you're sad about how right you were about something? Yeah, it's rough, dude. It's so the worst. So yeah, but I mean, all in all, I mean, I'm going back tomorrow, so it couldn't have been that bad, right? Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't be going back. Or you're just resilient, man. You're showing some perseverance. Well, that is very kind of you to to you know tell lies, but I appreciate that. Hey. Anything. Anything for you, buddy. Really? Yeah. So I I heard through the grapevine and also a little birdie that wow. uh, was on the grapevine that we had our faces on a virtual race car. Is that a thing? We had our faces on a virtual race car, yes. Um, my, the- my friend and uh, your friend, uh, Victor... Um, Higgins the third Esquire. Um, oh, Victor, the worst person to trade with in fantasy football. Higgins, Esquire the third, yeah. <laughs> so he um he is in an iRacing league, right? And like iRacing apparently is like very big. Um, Dale Earnhardt Jr. was, I believe, in the league that like Victor was doing last year. Interesting. He showed me, like, the, the standings or whatever, and I saw Dale Earnhardt Jr. Anyway, I don't fully understand it. I know that I I watched a bunch of it today, 
And I watched Victor. Um, I watched him race. And I watched him. He he qualified the first race. That was pretty awesome. And then he... Yeah, um, and then he may have accidentally wrecked uh, about nine people. But, which is totally fine. I thought it was hilarious and very entertaining. He and seemed... More publicity on our end, right? We're the, we're the car that, that, that ruined the race for eight other people. Yeah. It was, it was a ton of fun to watch. I hope he keeps doing it because I think he felt like a little down on himself that he wrecked. But, like, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm impressed, first of all, that he even made it to the... Because he made it to, like... He qualified for, like, the main show at the end, which there's, like, 40 cars, and it's, uh... It's, like... I think it's 40 cars and 40 laps or something like that. I don't know. So, it was a lot of fun to watch, though. Um, yeah, it I, sounds I, like fun. Yeah, I shared it on the show's, on the show's Twitter. Um, so, if you guys watched it and you guys were interested in it, then definitely check out the Twitch channel that I shared on Twitter and um, watch more of it because I'm probably going to because it was a good time. Yeah, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I was I was very blown away by what the car looked like when you, when you showed me a picture earlier today. It, it looked awesome. Yeah, dude, I loved it. We had our faces on the side of a NASCAR car. You call it that? Yeah. A NASCAR car? Uh, I don't think you're supposed to. I think it's just supposed to be a NASCAR, right? I, I don't know. I'm like not. the acronym is NAS and then CAR. Yeah, but I the mean, acronym yeah. the acronym is also kind of redundant. I think it has like automotive in it twice or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just an idiot, which is which is totally on the table for possibilities. Um, which reminds me that Gaz is going to. Uh, I'm sure by now people know that Gaz of Godzilla uh, Media edit our shows, and often I or sometimes you will say silly things. And, oh yeah. Um, and he has to edit them out because we're morons. Sometimes he doesn't edit them out, and, and I sound like an idiot. Also, oh, what did, <laughs> what did I say the other? What did I say a couple weeks ago? <laughs> I said that I said that. Um, Topher Grace played Spawn. Yeah, he played Venom. That's my bad. Yeah, and and then I I made a terrible uh, reference to the Tyson Fury fight. But my my point is that uh, he's gonna keep uh, a little little clip of all the stupid things we say, and then one day we'll just play him back for everybody, and everybody can hear how stupid we are on occasion. I can't wait for that. Yeah, it's gonna be great, like a like a blooper reel, right? That's that's what you want to call it. All the dumb things we've had to edit out. That'll be a great episode. Hopefully, it won't be longer than our normal forty-five minute show. But you know, I'm, no, I'm definitely I'm looking forward to hearing for, it. For humiliation's sake, that segment's about three or four minutes and not a half a show. Because that means we really we is dumb. If that's the case. Yep, we is we is dumb. We are we are so, dumb. Uh, we have a question from Dr. Camp. Do you want me to do it now, buddy? Let's do it now. The Dr. Camp question of the week, which we have to stop calling it, because sometimes we do more than one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Camp said, at Trav and Rigney, what do you think are the worst decisions ever made by an official in professional sports? 
Now, I already have an answer to this. I've said it before. Okay. And I don't think there's anything as bad as that game, that, uh, that no call in the Saints-Rams game. That's the worst officiating call or slash no call in sports history. Yeah. I mean, that one, it's hard not to mention that one. A lot of mine are going to be football-related because that's the sport I pay the most attention to. So yeah. forgive my ignorance of other sports calls that deserve to be on this list. But um, I'm also I'm going to go with a... It's kind of an older game. Um, this is back when Vinny Testaverde played on the New York Jets, and they were playing against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Vinny Testaverde went for a QB sneak, and he landed at about the two-yard line. And then at the bottom of the pile, you could see in the... This is before they had, like, uh, instant... Well, not they had instant replay, but they didn't have, like, the review, right? So they couldn't review the call that was made, but on instant replay, you saw that at the bottom of the pile, Vinny Testaverde switched arms, like switched, put the ball from his left arm, which was down at the two-yard line, to his right arm, and then extended it across the goal line before the ref could get there. And he was down well before the goal line. But the Jets ended up winning that game because of that play. Like, it was at the very end of the game. And that wow. has to be... I mean, it wasn't... There was no playoff implications. I think it was, like, an early, like, week two or week three game. But just in the in the grand scheme of, like, hey, that cost a team a game. And it was at the very end that they called a touchdown. They called a non-touchdown an actual touchdown. That's, that's a pretty bad botch. Which... That's bad. I mean... No skin off your back, though, right? Jets get the W out of that. Hey, man, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, like, um, Jets Jets don't yeah. get a lot of Ws, so I'm going to take them when I can get them. Um, but it actually flows pretty well into my next one that I have that I have to bring up. Also have to do, also has to do with the Seahawks. Uh, Monday Night Football against the Green Bay Packers. And uh, these are the infamous uh, replacement refs. And there was the the Hail Mary, or what is now called the the Fail Mary. Seattle Seahawks wide receiver caught the ball and then uh, came down with the touchdown, according to the refs. One of them had their hands in the air as if it was a touchdown. The other one was waving them wildly as if it was incomplete. And I'll never forget that. I remember standing in my living room like, I don't know what's happening, but they need to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And they kind of didn't figure it out. Which was wild. No, that's that's how that goes, though. Like, gotta, and I feel bad, right? Because like they're humans, and they and sometimes they make mistakes on huge stages, and they just and you know I've heard stories of officials getting just like death threats and just hate mail, and I and I always feel bad. It's like you were literally just doing a job, and, and fine, you messed up, but mistakes happen, mm-hmm. and it's really because people bet on these games, right? So then when something like this happens they lose money and then if they get death threats like the guy a guy bet on there was a prop bet from the Super Bowl and he he called or he sent a letter to the league and told them that if your league is rigged it was the Pat Mahomes rushing yards prop bet in the Super Bowl I know you know who I'm talking about oh and yeah he was yeah, under yeah, yeah. by like by like one yard or something like that yep and he's like this is how I know you're your league is rigged. I want to be reimbursed for my ten thousand dollars, and I uh, will be contacting my lawyer. And I fully expect it to be 
be paid back. And I remember reading the whole letter, like, is this guy outside of his mind? Like, there's no shot, dude. The, the league is not rigged, and you're not getting any money back. First of all, first of all, um, it's just, it's so funny to me that to think that, number one, even if the NFL was rigged, like, there's no way that they would ever um, give somebody their money back for gambling on it. The NFL had, like, literally just started, like, kind of being open to the idea of, like, gambling, uh, you know, on football. And yeah. second of all, by giving money back, to they, that that would openly admit that they're rigging the league. So they can't do that. <laughs> yeah, that, the, the whole idea was pretty ridiculous. Um, Funny, though. But there's, yeah, hilarious. There was uh, Very another terrible officiating call that I just, I just thought of. And I want to say it was in a Browns-Steelers game where there was a fumble in a pile. The Browns player came up out of the pile with the ball, but the officials were still searching the pile. And then when the when they dispersed the pile, the ref pointed in the direction for the Steelers. Yeah, I remember and that. The Browns player had the ball. He was like, what? He... Like, first of all, if, you, if you're giving it to the Steelers, why did you wait till the pile was dispersed while the Browns player already had the ball to say that it was Steelers' ball? It was so weird. He walked out of the it pile. bad. He walked out of the pile with the ball like a good 10 seconds before they even started signaling to the Steelers. It was really weird. Yeah, it looked it looked really bad. Uh, that one is hysterical to me, though. Like That that looks like you knew or you, you had an idea of who you thought recovered the ball before you know the pile even really started, so you just were always going that way with it. Yeah. Which just seems insane. Uh, I'm watching, we were talking about basketball again before the show and the right as the show started and i'm watching the nets at bucks live and i wanted to inform you that the nets are currently winning so that's sad you know, i hate it i hate it i hate it kevin Durant has made he made like four consecutive shots two of which were threes in a matter of like 35 seconds thank you insane thank you for um the the sad update yeah, you're welcome, man. Uh, do you have any more? Oh, Victor Higgins. We just talked about him. He said the 1999 Stanley Cup Final Dallas. Final, excuse me, Dallas versus Buffalo. He didn't really elaborate, so I don't really know what that is. But people who watch hockey, I'm sure know what that is if it's that bad. Yeah, I didn't either, and I completely forgot that he did that, so I didn't even like look it up to see what it was, unfortunately. This isn't a bad one, but I... I just find it kind of funny. There was a there was a skirmish like back in I think it I want to say like the maybe late 80s early 90s between the Jets and the and the Bills and one of the Jets defensive linemen was on top of either a tight end or an O lineman and he was like they were just like scuffling on on the ground, right? And they hit the it, it, it's not a bad penalty. It's just a funny one that I remember where the referee turns on his mic and he kicks out the Jets' defensive lineman for, quote-unquote, giving him the business. And that's what he said into the microphone. There was no, like, proper call. There was no unnecessary roughness. He called it giving him the business and then turned off his mic. That's a 15-yard penalty. You didn't know that? Yeah, apparently. (laughs) But, yeah, I thought that that one was pretty funny. Notable, that's why I brought it up. Business. 
Yep. Yeah, that one's a good one. Look that one up on YouTube. It's like just look up giving him the business NFL. Giving him the business, I will. Yeah, it's funny. Oh my goodness. Uh, this game's over, buddy. So that's the last sad uh, update I'll give you. This game's over. There's five, there's six minutes left, but the the Bucks are they're out there playing uh, emergency basketball and they're only down three and they're just playing wild and unhinged and clearly the Nets have now gained momentum. They're not missing shots and and all the Bucks are doing is, is fouling at this point. There's five fifty five left, so they're over. they're fouling with five minutes left? Not not intentionally, but they're playing so wildly that they're just they're charging and they're just hacking Kevin Durant. They're just they're playing emergency ball now because they were just up nine and now they're down three. And it all happens in a matter of like three minutes. Oh god! So they're just out. They're just out there struggling. And Giannis is done. Since I started watching this game, when I when I texted you and said, "Hey, I'm good to record," yeah, I haven't seen Giannis do anything. I don't know what he's doing out there. But like, how are you somebody who's like always in running to be MVP, and you just disappear when the game is this huge? I don't know, man. It's it's just sad that I really hope the Nets don't come back and win the series, though. Well, I mean, it's tied right now, so nobody's losing the series at the moment. No, I understand. I'm just saying that, like, it didn't it didn't look good for them. I don't know noon today. It didn't look good yeah. for them. So <laughs> now that if, now that it is looking good for them, I consider like they they're coming yeah. back to win this series because, like yeah, I said, it it didn't look good a little bit ago. No, definitely didn't. It didn't look good because they were down to two of their big three, and now one of those two played today miraculously. And so, so, yeah, I don't know. If they win this game tonight, this game is over, or this series is over. Like this was your shot, because if Harden played tonight, when he was when he was he was called out for this game, him and Kyrie were out, and then right. Kevin Durant was playing this game alone, and he played tonight. I mean, he's not missing the next one, so this game, this series is over. Well, look for the look for the Nets in these conference finals. Well, go Suns, right? Suns in four, that's the new thing. Uh, Did you see that video of the Suns guy? Yeah, I thought I sent it to you on TikTok. That was hysterical. Oh my god. And now uh Not only not only like you beat up you beat up a dude that had the high ground, first of all. Second of all, the other guy was like too scared to jump in and he was just like, Yeah, I'm beating up your buddy right now and then <laughs> and then they both got away and he just goes, Sons in four and I'm just like, What is happening? And he had him and he was like he was whomping on him like hockey fight style where he had like his shirt pulled up the back of his head and just was uppercutting him. Yeah, and then, and then he was buddy... just he was just holding him there, like and then yeah, talking like trash to his buddy. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, is that guy not fighting back at all? Or is it just this guy makes it look impossible to fight? At? I, don't, I don't know what's happening, but this, it was amazing. His buddy, like, tried to lean in at one point, And then the, the guy that was holding his buddy's jersey, like, punching him, stopped punching him. Still held his buddy there. And then, like, started talking shit to the other guy. And even threw, like, a really long punch at him to sort of back him off. And then continue, and then went back to uppercutting his buddy. I'm just like this is ridiculous. Like, yo, unpopular. there and help your friend. Unpopular opinion, man. But like, just knock me out. Don't hold me there and talk trash to my friends. 
Just knock me out. Like, I feel like I would look better if you just knocked me out and then beat up my friends. Yeah, that whole thing was humiliating. I heard, and I heard Devin Booker was looking for that guy who said sons in four to, not to like in a bad way, but looking for him like, good for you, man. <laughs> Jeez. Man, uh, I, I mean, I've seen a bunch of fights at sporting events in my, in my life, but that, wow, that one's nuts. I went to a Mets-Yankees game one time, and uh, this Mets fan was walking around with, uh, you don't, you ever see people walk around with this, with signs that they can wear, kind of, where, like, they put it over their head, and so there's, like, a big sign in their front, and then a big sign in their back? Right, that makes sense? Yeah, yeah so, um... I saw a guy, I saw a Mets fan, he was walking around with this big sign that said Jeter's Cheaters on it, and it said it on front and back, and then I, he's just walking up and down the aisles, and then this Yankees fan, we were in Shea, this Yankee fan just stands up and just knocks him out, clean, he's just <laughs> sleeping on the stairs, but the worst part about it, dude, is that because of the stupid sign that he had, it wasn't like paper, it was like, I don't I don't know if it was wood because I didn't touch it, but it was like a stiff board. Dude started sliding down the stairs. <laughs> so he got like, like knocked. Like the back of it? Yeah, like, a, like it was a sled. Like he got knocked oh, out. He fell, he fell backwards down the stairs and then just started like slowly sliding down the steps. Oh, man. Like, talking about kicking a guy when he's down. I didn't even... I don't. I don't even think I laughed. I think I was just. I think that was the first one I ever saw, and I must have been like, I was probably like seven or eight when I saw that. But, but it was wild. I was like, yeah, that's, that's nuts. too funny. Yeah, I, I've uh, I've seen some fun ones, sporting events. You ever seen a fight like I, pretty close to you? Uh, so in terms of live sporting events, in terms like funny things that I've seen, uh. I went to the very first Eagles game I went to. Uh, there was a... First of all, we were playing the Falcons. It was Mike Vick's last game as a Falcon, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was in Philly. But there was a Cowboys fan there. And he was wearing the old school Cowboys jersey. And it, it was a T.O. jersey. Yeah. And I have no idea why he was at the game. But it, at one point, he was... He stood up. And he was getting crazy booed. And he was, like, doing a thing, like, trying to pump up the crowd, like, yeah, keep booing me. And then he was on the big screen. So then the whole stadium started to boo him. Oh, yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, like, why are you even here, dude? Like, this is a Eagles-Falcons game. And then, to make matters worse, the Cowboys had lost to the Lions at the 1 o'clock game. So this was a 4 five game. Yeah. So the line there, the Cowboys lost to the Lions, which means the Eagles won that won the division that year by default, or had won it just because the Cowboys lost. Right. They sat their guys, right? Yeah. So McNabb was already hurt. So Jeff Garcia was a starter. Jeff Garcia they benched Jeff Garcia, so AJ Feely was in the game. They took all the starters out, like Westbrook. All those guys were out. Dawkins. Nobody played. And I so I watched AJ Feely throw a seventy yard touchdown pass to Hank Basket. And the Eagles beat the Falcons, who had Mike Vick. And I was I remember just being blown away that we won that game still when we were on our third-string quarterback, intentionally, because we made the playoffs already. Yeah, that's why. And I remember thinking that was very funny. I, um, 
I had season tickets to the Jets in 2018, right? Sam Darnold's rookie year. Dude, every time I would go, I would just see a bunch of people wearing jerseys for teams that were not currently playing on the football field that they were at. And I felt like that's the weirdest thing. I don't think I've ever... I've been to a couple games where the Jets weren't playing, and neither time did I think it was appropriate to wear a Jets jersey. So I don't really under... Like, people were showing up in Bills stuff. Like, I was there to watch Jets-Colts, and I saw people in Broncos gear, Cowboys gear, Giants gear, Raiders gear, Steelers stuff. Like, I'm like, you guys... What are you guys doing? What is this? Yeah, people... People don't care. I, I get it, though, to a certain extent. Like, you want to go to an NFL game because being at an NFL game is just cool. Um, you want to just sort of rep your team. So in that way, I get it. But, like, I don't know. When you're there to watch your team play, you, you do understand when there's fans from the opposite team. But it always just sort of looks funny when there's fans from a team that's just not involved at all. Yeah, it is weird. Um, I don't know. I guess teach their own, but it... To me, it's weird. Yeah. I could never do it. Um, so, I probably wouldn't either. So, if we can get into it for a minute, uh, there were some rumors in the wrestling world about main events for the SummerSlam that's uh, usually in August. Okay. Uh, the reason this is significant because now that WWE will start touring again here in July... There yep. will be, they're trying to make SummerSlam be like the production that WrestleMania always, where they fill a stadium. Um, so SummerSlam is in the the Raiders Stadium, in Vegas. I forget the name of it. And oh, the um, it's the, is it the uh, Reliance Stadium. Is that what it is? The Roomba. Roomba. It looks like a Roomba, uh, Travis. It looks like a Roomba. Yeah. Um, Do you know what a Roomba is? Yeah, it's the vacuum, right? That yeah, the, that, li- the uh, little the little round black uh, vacuums that just go around the house. The stadium looks exactly like one of those things. It's okay. Uh, the, the Jets well, play in an, a big air conditioner, so it's fine. Maybe it's not. Uh, it's not. That's not what it's called, though. It's called a Lion or the something. Allegiant, right? Allegiant Stadium. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You might. Be, yeah, yeah. So that that's where it is. But there's some there's some rumors because they're going all out because they they're touring again they want to make it a, a thing I mean, they want it to be a huge production fans being back even they just had fans at WrestleMania mm-hmm. um, and one of the rumors is that John Cena is returning because he's been around it, like I want to say almost two years he hasn't been around now um, and this is significant because. They are. They would have him be uh, going against Roman Reigns, who is the one who is carrying that entire company at the moment, right uh, on his back with his with his recent heel turn. He's having a ton of success with. But I find this to be almost a terrifying situation if this is the way they go, because John Cena is their golden boy. He is the guy who the the company was based around for years. He has done more Make-A-Wish appearances than anybody in the history of that foundation. Right. And and 
So he's just a guy that they don't, when they have him on a big stage, they tend to not have him lose. And to not have him lose to Roman Reigns, considering Roman Reigns' popularity at the moment, would just be a monumental mistake. It would be so bad to have somebody as part-time as John Cena not uh, lose to Roman Reigns. To not have him lose would just be just a complete whiff and super death to what what your company needs at the moment. Um, so that is one of the rumors that I I hope is true, but I hope they go a certain way with it. Yeah, I I heard that, and I also heard I also heard that Brock Lesnar might be coming back. Yep, that's and, the other one. And I saw I I don't know exactly uh, when it was. I can't remember. But I did see that apparently um, they accidentally like sent out this graphic that said SmackDown champion Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. And I, I, I don't know what to make of it because it just doesn't seem like it would be smart business to have Lesnar come back and have immediately range or sort of or Heyman leave Reigns' side be able to Lesnar, or to have some sort of because they'll never they won't go Lesnar Reigns again. They have beat that horse to death. So to have to have uh, Lesnar come back and Heyman just leave Reigns side and go back to Lesnar just seems like such a another another monumental fail on their part. They should just keep Lesnar as far away from him as possible and and let that bout with Bobby Lashley be a thing. But I heard that. Uh, that was off the table. They were heavily pursuing it, but it's but now that it, it's like off the table. I'm oh, assuming okay. it's something to do with Brock Lesnar. Not wanting to be back. Uh, maybe just wanting too much money. They're making so many cuts. They probably don't have the money that he's asking for to come back for one pay per view or maybe two because they have to do a follow up. You can't just do the one. Right. So it's usually at like two or three pay per views at a rip for Brock Lesnar. And he probably wants just a ridiculous amount of money, especially to be touring again. Right. So I imagine, but, but there are a bunch of ways they could go. Have uh, have they have they uh, released any dates, like any like uh, you know venues and dates like that for the tour? You know, I don't, I don't know. I know it won't be in Albany anytime soon, which is, and when it comes back, by the way, it's going to be sold out. Why? Why do you say it won't be in Albany anytime soon? Uh, because the rules, the COVID rules and regulations for public gatherings are a lot more loose in the southern states, which is where both WWE and AEW are doing the most touring. Um, yeah, yeah, but New, but New York is uh, like fully opening up, like very shortly. Yeah, but I think. New York has a lot more strict rules on on uh, vaccination card checking and stuff like that, whereas I don't think some of these other southern states really care. Gotcha. Uh, so they're not going to put themselves in a position to to go to some of these arenas and then not have them be packed. Like, they're only going to be going places where they know these arenas are going to be just exploding with people. Yeah, I suppose so. I, I guess I've just, like, I saw, I saw what the Knicks could do, right? Like, the Knicks... Madison Square Garden was packed, and yeah. then um, like like the the Yankees have been, you know, they've been doing pretty well with their ticket sales and stuff like that. So I I, I guess 
I guess I would be surprised if, if WWE didn't try to make it up here. Especially knowing that AEW is kind of running things down south right now. Yeah, they and I imagine that they will at some point. I just think that uh, the, the bulk of the touring is going to be it's going to be in the southern states first, which is why I said you're not going to see it all of them for a while. They'll make their way to the, the northern states like New York. Yeah. And so many places like that, but it, it'll just be a minute because I'm pretty sure they're like super booked up with the southern touring, which AEW is doing as well, which is more significant because AEW isn't really touring to this point. So the idea that they're taking their show on the road uh, yeah, is pe- people very have to be People have to be excited about that. I'm assuming. Yeah, if, I mean, if they, I don't think, I shouldn't say I don't think, I don't know if they'll ever come to Albany, but if they do, I will certainly be finding my way into one of those shows. That would be fantastic. How many football games um, you already bought tickets to? Just two? This year, I'm, I have two. I'm going to the, the Eagles 49ers in Lincoln Financial, and then you and I are going to the Jets Eagles game at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I think my aunt is also going to the Eagles 49ers game. Oh wow, I'm pretty sure. That's the that's the uh, what do you call it? the the opening game? Oh my god, Giannis! So the, this game is 106-104 with a minute fifteen, and Giannis is shooting free throws, and he missed the first one. <laughs> What's the score of the game? I'm sorry, I didn't hear. One hundred six to one hundred four. The Nets are winning. Oh, it's close. Yeah. How much time? One thirteen, one fourteen. It could happen, man. It could happen, but Giannis missing free throws. He's like fifty percent or less than fifty percent from the free throw line. That's terrible. That's that's so bad. That's worse than Shaq, no? No, probably yeah, not that uh, bad. Is it, probably not I don't that know. bad. Shaq was pretty awful. He was pretty bad at it. I remember. Yo, do you remember uh, the? Do you remember the uh, scary movie movie? The the movie called Scary Movie. I I hate yeah, that. Yeah, I remember. Um, where he oh he was he was in one of the he was in one of them, and it was like a saw parody, and he had, like to get out of the room, he had to make a free throw. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw. It's so um, funny. I I saw a funny ESPN special, and I I think you're gonna know what I'm talking about when you when Shaq played on the Heat with Dwayne Wade, and yeah. they had to. They had to, uh, before they could leave practice, they both had to make, or two players had to team up, and they together had to make two or ten consecutive free throws. So basically 20 consecutive free throws. Jeez. Uh, So Dwayne Wade got partnered up with Shaq one one day after practice, and uh, he said that he hit his 10, all 10 in a row, first shot, he hit his 10. Yep. And excuse me, Dwayne Wade didn't have to go again if Shaq missed any. He just it had to be Shaq had to make ten in a row. Yeah. And uh so they're they're doing it and they're laughing about how this was gonna take all night and it was Shaq's first attempt. And as the screen starts to fade to black, you hear Dwayne Wade going, eight, nine, zero <laughs> and it was like and then like it cut to like a time at the bottom of the screen, it was like nine oh four PM. Jeez, that's funny stuff. Oh, that's done. Uh, I yeah. always like it when oh, my lord. I always like it when you see like uh, like from NFL training camps or uh, re- really anything when they do like kind of creative things to end practices. 
like Rex Ryan used to do it all the time with the Jets. They used to do like if if like a non kicker could make like a thirty five year old like not thirty five year old thirty five uh, yard field goal. If if like a non kicker could do it, like I don't know, sometimes they would have like linemen try it or something like that. And if he could yeah. hit like a thirty five yarder, then everybody would go home early. Like I kind of like stuff like that. Like that that yeah. I, I feel like it just makes like the practices more fun, and I feel like players are usually happier when they do stuff like that. I don't think there's anything better than the hard knocks with the Jets or like Mark Sanchez with, with catch one handed passes at the end of practice. Oh, dude, it's so like, good. He sound hilarious when he was running routes and stuff. It's he would just be talking trash to Bart Scott the whole time. Bart Scott keeps calling him Nacho, and Sanchez is like, you know what, Bart? Like, not nachos aren't even Spanish, so like, so there. <laughs> <laughs> Got he's, good. he's like, Got good, he's like, they're not even, they're not even from Mexico, so idiot. Like, <laughs> he would just say stuff like that to him, and like, he's just like, shut up, Nacho. Like, he just keeps saying it over and over again. <laughs> oh, uh, my dude. God, dude. Easily one of my favorite teams, like, of all time to watch is, like, the the 2009-2010 Jets are so much fun. Gotta, yeah, that, gotta, was a, that team was, was was fun to watch. I gotta go back and, and watch those hard knocks. They're, they're too funny. Yeah, I'm, uh, this game's coming down to the wire here. The, uh, the Nets missed a shot. With like ten seconds left, or excuse me, twenty seconds left. Mm-hmm. So they were and they were up two. So then the uh, Bucks were on a fast break there, and there I was like, oh, maybe they'll tie this up, they'll uh, take it to overtime or something. And they're passing it around, and they somebody passes to Giannis right under the hoop, and he, he gets it, and he like he fumbles a little bit, and then it just goes right in KP's hands. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm over it. I'm so, over this game. So is it over? It's over, and then KD. Then they fouled KD, and he, so now he's over there shooting free throws. KD has fifty points, by the way. Oh my god, I hate him. Oh, oh my! Listen, you don't have to tell me. It's yes, I worst. do, Trav. I have to tell you how much I hate him. Uh, I turned. I literally just turned the game off. I'm not even lying. They're up one ten to one oh seven. I'm not watching it anymore. I'm over it. Oh, Can't it's about to be it. like the Heidi Bowl. About to be a, a situation here. You, you you turn the game off, and then they're going to come back. And you won't find out about it until tomorrow. Well, that's a win-win for me. Because because if they don't, then I, I stop myself from watching this nonsense happen anymore. And if they do come back and win, then good. And I, I don't care enough, or I hate the Nets enough, to where I don't have to see them lose for it to still feel really good. <laughs> okay. That's how bad it is. I hate them. Uh, Sounds good to me, man. I, I mean, I'm I'm down. You know me. I don't like the Nets either, so we're in. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, real quick, the other day was some of the E3 announcements. Did you see any of those? Uh, I was following Nintendo's uh, today, actually, because Nintendo has. I, you know, I don't own an Xbox. I don't own a, a PlayStation. I haven't bought a PlayStation since PS2. I haven't bought an Xbox since uh, Xbox One, which is actually like Xbox 4 or something. Who knows? Um, But I own a Nintendo Switch, so I'll pay attention to Nintendo's. And I saw like a couple of their announcements. Um, A couple things I was pretty excited for. Uh, A new WarioWare game. Those things are usually pretty fun to play. 
Um, there's a new Metroid com- coming out, and it's like 2D Metroid, like Super Metroid, like back on the Super Nintendo, so I'm pumped for that. But everything else I don't really care too much about. But uh, what news do you got for me? Wait, uh, just a, one more thing about the Nintendo. Was there a Zelda sequel oh yeah so well yeah breath of the wild 2 uh it had been rumored before but they didn't i don't they they i think they confirmed it but they just didn't uh give a date on when that was coming out okay gotcha um yeah so one of the biggest things announced there were i don't really care because it was avatar the game and not airbenders don't don't do this to me travis (laughs) It's Avatar The Last Airbenders. It's not called Just Airbenders. Okay, well, you know which Avatar I'm talking about. There's a game coming out for that. And um, that that sort of annoys me because there are other games that I want to see that it just seems like they're trying to do... All these these um, companies are trying to do too much. Like, who... And this is because there's more Avatar movies coming out. Is that why? Because that movie came out like in like 2008 or something like that, and I haven't heard anything else since. Yeah, there's one coming out in 2022, 2024, and 2026 or something like that. There's like three of them slated to come out. Oh god, who cares? Um, I don't. I didn't even think the movie was that good, to be honest with you. I didn't I, like it really. I never even saw it because because f that kind of Avatar, you know. Well, so, the bigger news for me, and I say for me, but this is the only one that I really cared about at the time, was that Bethesda has a game that they teased a while ago, that they just sort of, and nothing ever happened with it. It was one of those, like, what the hell happened to that game that never came out? It was called Starfield, or it's sort of this uh, base exploration, but more, and it's done by Bethesda, so you imagine it being an open world kind of thing. Um but in this trailer, there were like a bunch of these little tiny Easter eggs that people picked up on immediately um, that were hints to the newest uh, Elder Scrolls game. Elder Scrolls was supposed to come out like, I don't know, dude. The, the last Elder Scrolls game that came out was Skyrim that wasn't Elder Scrolls Online, and that came out like 10 years ago. Yeah, no. They've I re- come out with two fallouts since then. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. You were saying like, when is this game going to come out? Because everybody's been waiting the longest time. Yeah, so they they dropped all these little Easter eggs. I didn't see any of them because I, I only saw little snips of the actual um, of the actual Starfield trailer. But uh, I joked to you in the text message that like, oh, that game's coming. In. This game's gonna be coming out soon if they're dropping little teasers for it. So maybe we'll see it by twenty thirty. Maybe. All oh, right. Yeah. I have just. I have no. I have no, no faith. Real optimism yeah. about the uh, the Elder Scrolls game coming out anytime soon. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It it it's weird. People people want to see like all these like huge announcements and stuff. I get it. Really, the only thing I really wanted to see was what Nintendo had to offer and if Halo was going to come out with a BR, and that was not announced either, so it's fine. It's uh, all f- fine. All these things will come out eventually, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that'd be cool, a Halo Battle Royale. I'd play the crap out of that. I would also play the feces out of it. <laughs> I don't. That sounded weird. I don't know why. 
anyway, no, we should probably fine, we should probably end the show on on that note. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. you guys you guys know where to find us on Twitter uh, at krigney eighty nine at tjh underscore seven. Follow the show at Travin Rigney and then Instagram. Trevor Rigney show. Can't believe we got it, dude. I can't believe you almost forgot to say it. Uh, check out, no, come on. check out the TikTok, Travin Rigney. Um, I put up a, a, a burial cart race from, from a couple of oh, years I ago. Saw it. Yeah. So go check that out. All right, guys. I'll check you later. See ya. See ya.